listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. Every single last bit of piece of gear. All of them. All, all the gears. Yep. And today is no different. We are going to be talking about the gear that goes, uh, one new piece of gear in particular that goes with outdoor adventuring. New stuff. One of your favorite brands. Yep. And uh, there are a few brands that if you've listened to this podcast long enough, you know that we tend to talk about often because we all have somewhat of a love affair with them and uh, the sleeping bag brand that we all tend to to really like is western mountaineering um, I feel in my experience that they're just tend to be a cut above the rest um, I haven't there are a couple other brands that I've that I've used that I really really like and and some brands that I would like to use but haven't before um, some that I've used are uh, a French brand called Volandre I'm sure that's not how you say it in French, but <clears throat> then uh, Stevenson Warm Light, I really like their bags. Uh, Feathered Friends is a, is a brand that I haven't used, but I think they're top-notch. But then Western Mountaineering, I would put all those kind of on the, right near the very top of the and those are, best of the best. Those are all four brands that like you basically see zero advertising for. Right. Yeah. You, ju- you just have to know that they're out there and that they're the best some of the best brands in the world right <clears throat> so western mountaineering is one of those one of the brands um we've carried volandre 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 well volandre whatever you say um we've carried that brand in the past and we can i think we can still order those in oh really um yeah i think they're distributed in the u.s through liberty mountain mm-hmm. um at least they they have been in the past i i don't know if that's still the case um but Feathered Friends is kind of, you go, you just have to buy directly through Feathered Friends. Um, I think they're sold in a couple of retail shops that are like Seattle retail shops that are Feathered Friends specific. Um, Stevenson Warm Light, you have to buy through Stevenson Warm Light. And then uh, Western Mountaineering is one of the few that are sold in normal retail stores like ours, but they're very picky about which stores they're sold in. So we're, we feel pretty lucky to be able to carry them. Yeah, your name has to start with the word gear and end with the numbers three zero. I think. Is yeah. Some of their criteria. That's all of their criteria. Yeah. yeah. So, um, we're one of the few in northern Utah to carry Western, and they have a new sleeping bag. I hear. They do. Oh, it's that time of the afternoon um, where Chase falls asleep talking about his favorite sleeping bag. Tired. All right. Speaking of sleeping, right. folks, we're gonna get into our sleeping bags right now. And so they release Take a break. <laughs> what's called <laughs> the Flylight. 
Um, oh, of course. And that, it sounds, is that sounds sweet. Celebrating their is it 30th anniversary or 50th? 50th. 50th anniversary. Is this like a 50 degree bag? It's not. <laughs> it is a 30 degree. Oh, 35. Okay. 30 to 35. Somewhere in there. Um. I think it comes in under 16 ounces. Wow. It is. It's awesome. Super lightweight. It's got, um, it's like a, a horizontal baffle on the front and then a quilted baffle on the back. Um, it's, I mean, and it's got like a. Th- okay. So why did, why did they do that? My thought would be so the down doesn't move as much around the back. It's going to stay in a smaller area. And it's just lighter to, to s- stitch through the, the quilted construction, the stitch through construction is just lighter weight and easier to What's do. What's quilted again? Um, it's like it squares. Just, yeah, like just the... stitched, stitched all the way through. Hmm. So normally with like a baffled construction, you have a top to outer layer of your sleeping bag and the inner layer of sleeping bag. And then they're connected with these baffles of fabric. Um, so, uh, so if you were to look at it, uh let's see i'm trying to think of a good way to explain this yeah if you were in the sleeping bag right now yeah if you were to like cut the sleeping bag in half and look at the baffles it would look like a bunch of little rectangles with the top of the rectangle and the bottom of the rectangle being your outer and inner fabrics and then having this like uh thin mesh fabric almost like a mosquito netting type fabric on the sides that are separating the baffles. And that just helps keep the down in the right place in your bag. Um, But also it it keeps you from having cold spots. So if you stitch all the way through, a stitch through construction is where you've got a outer layer and inner layer that are just sewn together, stitched through every few inches. Turn my freaking mic off. <laughs> like you would see in like a traditional down jacket. Most traditional down jackets are just sewn through. Right. But you get cold spots where it's stitched through because you don't have any insulation. Mm-hmm. So baffled construction keeps the cold spots away. Um, a quilted construction, though lighter weight, tends to get more cold spots. But on a sleeping bag where you're getting your warmth mainly from a pad, having a quilted construction isn't as big of a deal having less so insulation on the bottom sure isn't as big of a deal if you go with the new fly light from western mountaineering to have a nice pad yeah mm-hmm. insulated which, pad which is the case with all down sleeping bags you want to have a good pad because when you lay on the down and compress it it's not really insulating anyway not much so having a good pad is is smart for any down sleeping bag um so anyway, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it's got a it's got a full hood, um, and then it's got a. Poly- so it's, not, it's not like a half hood. Mm, well, it's got like a. It's not cut off. Some got of them are like flat on the top. Like the I don't even know what you'd. Yeah, they just don't have a hood. Yeah, no hood, and they're gonna make it a non-hooded version as well. Mm. Um, and then it's got a zipper, probably about a goes down about half, maybe just under half way down. Um, so they. Don't do a full zip to save on weight. Um, it was just, it's freaking light. It's a really cool bag. What and, color did they choose? Um, so they're doing two. They're doing one that's releasing this fall, as and it's like their anniversary special, and it's not going to go to every retailer. Um, it's just going to be like a limited edition one, and I believe that's going to be gray. 
And then the one that's going to be in production that we can get next spring is going to be blue. Hmm. I'm pretty sure. Blue or red? I can't remember. And the the rep <laughs> the rep was like... Look, possibly not, green yeah. as well. The rep wasn't totally sure either. There's so. also a, t- a tan color that they might do. I'm not sure. <laughs> Shut up. Oh my god! Maybe one pink. Of, one of those. I'm just gonna go for it, um, but it's yeah. I mean, it's coming from your traditional Western mountaineering quality construction, 900 plus fill down, um, pretty dang lightweight. It'll pack up super super small. Um, I think it's gonna be a perfect if you're ultra lighting. If you're using a quilt right now, ditch the quilt and get something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be warmer, more versatile, and just a really well made bag. So. Is it the same, what do they call it, the extreme light fabric? Is it the I, I same believe, type of fabric as their other extreme light series bags? I believe so. It, it felt the same. Um, I didn't get too into the tech specs, but it, it, I think so. Because there are lighter fabrics on the market for, for shell fabrics, but that fabric that they use is so weather resistant and durable compared to the other lightweight fabrics out there. <clears throat> I my wife and I went on a, uh, a backcountry skiing, uh, hut trip one year and we were staying in a yurt. And, uh, at the end of the day, we had been skiing. It had been storming all day long. At the end of the day, we got back to the yurt and hung up all of our wet clothes and somebody had hung up their wet stuff over the top of where we were sleeping. She had a marmot sleeping bag and I had a Western mountaineering sleeping bag. And in the middle of the night, she woke up kind of cold. And um, so we, we woke up, turned on our headlamps, and saw that there was a puddle of water on top of my sleeping bag that was just sitting on top of the sleeping bag but hadn't soaked in. And her sleeping bag, about the same place, was completely drenched. It was soaked. The water had gone through the shell fabric and soaked all the down. And so her sleeping bag wasn't really keeping her warm. And mine was keeping me plenty warm, and I just kind of rolled over, and the water rolled off um, because of the the fabric that they use on the shell for the Western bags are just so much it's so much more water resistant. They use a good DWR, but they also calendar the fabric, which means that when the once the fabric is woven, it's run through some really hot rollers, and that adds some strength and water resistance to the fabric. And uh, they're just it's just a great shell fabric. I I really like that fabric that they use on the western bags way more durable um weather resistant than the other comparable fabrics on the market for the weight absolutely <clears throat> it looks like they rate it as a 34 degree 34 uh, mm-hmm. what they would huh. yep and not a 33 <laughs> they should go 33 because isn't that a record speed 45 and 33 well i don't know i don't follow record <laughs> speed. A vinyl Record oh, <laughs> record like record. No, I have I no a record idea. that goes around in the circle. Right. Yeah. I have no so idea. you have forty-five speed and a thirty-three, right? <clears throat> How old are you? See, I had a thirty. <laughs> I had a thirty-seven <laughs> speed. So <laughs> valid question. This, valid question. this is coming from the guy that is he is a music producer for for some of his music podcasts so he would know things like this yeah i just well just bluetooth it and it plays there's no speed for my music i play why are vinyl record speeds 33 45 and 78 rpm well it's 78 if you're listening to metal 30 it's 33 if you're listening to classical my um 
my dad collected uh, those little, the little ones, the, those were 33s, and he kept them in a bowling bag, bowling ball bag. Huh. And they are mostly, um, oh, what's that genre? Uh, Smooth jazz? Like, it's like, <laughs> a, no, it's like a jazz though. Yeah. It's, it's the bit like New Orleans, but um, like a bluesy kind of. But old, really old, you know. It's it's some of the first like African American music, you know, that really was put on records and stuff. But he used to collect. Oh, what the hell is the name of that genre? I don't know why I can't think of it. But um, yeah, and I unfortunately they kind of got wet and damaged in the in the basement in the bowling bag. It's not waterproof. <laughs> um, but I, they might be worth something to somebody. I don't know. Yeah, and, that's cool. Anyway. But it's not a 33 or a 35. It's, it's a, a 34. 34 degree bag. And this six foot's going to come in at 425. Hmm. So not not terrible price. It's, they're not cheap, but I think we knew that That's going into very Western expensive. <laughs> you know what though? I the world sticker shock. The world that. is wow. the world is getting expensive. 625? No, 425. Oh, jeez. Okay, 4 no. Okay, 425. The the I 6 the 6 foot. 6 foot. Is four twenty five. Okay. If you are a shorter individual, and the five six is four ten, if you're taller, the six six is four forty. Yeah, wow. Pay for that fabric. <laughs> so yep. that'll be more down. That'll be available in the spring. spring. Yeah, I believe. Year. I believe from what the rep said, it, they'll have some special editions launched this fall. Oh wow. Um, and she's she asked if Gear Thirty wanted to be a dealer for this fall, but if we don't sell too many thirty degree, thirty five degree bags in the fall in october <laughs> in utah so no probably not um we'll see him hit our shelves in the spring and yeah i'm super excited for it yeah cool so the spring <coughs> yes yeah. this coming spring okay western mountaineering the, it's not super often that you see western mountaineering add bags to their, to their line um they keep it pretty narrow I mean, they offer a ton the, of bags. Yeah, the last the last time that they came out with something new was it the underquilt? I think so. Is that the last new That's one? That's the last one I'm aware of. They might have released other stuff as and well. And then and then before that was their that silver bag that was the the Everlight or something like that. Is that what it's called? I don't remember. It's like a it's like a forty degree bag or something, but see, it I could be right used here. as like a. Oh, what's it called? I think it's called the Nanolite. Nanolite. The Everlight. Everlight. Yeah, there's a Nanolite, Astrolite, Air of Everlight. Okay, so those are Mighty Light, Monolite, Highlight, Flylight, Summerlight, Single Light, Sling Light, Semi Light. There's a few lights in the crew. Mm. All right, so the Ultralight, Alpinlight, Versalite. So the Nanolite is a quilt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Astrolite's new. So it's R&B music. It was the word I was looking for. Oh, like uh, rhythm and blues. Yeah, rhythm and blues. Yeah. Which, by the way, breaks down into disco, and disco funk, deep funk. I'm I pulled it up. So uh, freestyle. Um, yeah, rhythm and blues. Soul soul music. Uh, my dad really liked. Uh, interestingly enough, under genres, uh, and some of these have like a lot of sub genres. Like heavy metal breaks down pretty big. But no wonder I get so lost when someone says, do you listen to, like, electronic music? Do you know how many freaking sub-genres of electronic Like, it's 
it just scrolls and scrolls and like, scrolls. Well, I listen to my music on an electronic device. Is that <laughs> like so like ambient, breakbeat, disco, down tempo, drum and bass, dub, electro. I'm only in the E's. Electronic <laughs> dance music, electronic rock music, electronica, ethnic electronica, hardcore, hard style, high end R. Wait, wait, what's hardcore and hard style what the freak hard is the style is like dub style jump style len- lento violento see so lost hardcore me. is gabber four beat breakbeat hardcore bouncy techro breakcore hard bass <laughs> digital hardcore dark core industrial hardcore happy hardcore happy hardcore sounds pretty good uh, <laughs> way better than sad hardcore speed core, splitter core that sounds bad eh? uh extra tone and uk hardcore which is totally different from all the rest of them hip-hop House, the original house, uh, industrial, which breaks down in a whole bunch of cool. I, I'm a fan of industrial, especially the noir Deutsch Harte. Um, That's my favorite kind mm-hmm. of industrial. Death music. industrial and power noise, uh, and Japan noise. I'm assuming from Japan. Intelligent dance because I hate the dumb dance, uh, <laughs> which, which breaks stupid. down into glitch, glitch hop. I've seen you do glitch hop a few times, Greg. I like smart good one. dance more than intelligent dance, but I guess that works too. Rocky, dark so core, lost. ragged jungle, and ra- <laughs> raga core, ragged core. I'm almost done. Post disco, <laughs> rather than disco, it's post disco. So it's after you go to the disco, you listen to post disco. The post disco it breaks down the boogie, city pop, electro pop, vapor wave, uh, dance mm, pop. And you got techno. Wave. Remember techno? Like I thought that was what we were talking about. Um, trance, of course. UK garage. Uh, what about UK Attic? Is there any UK Attic on there? I see UK Funky, UK Drill, Ooh, is Future it just, Garage, is it just drills, Grime, just like Nightcore, 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 Nightcore in is under UK Garage. Okay, Nightcore. Those it's are pretty hardcore. all just different types of electronic music, according to Wikipedia.org. <laughs> well, interesting. I feel so educated. <clears throat> I, yeah, I I'm sure something. so do all of you. This is, that's what freaking Chase is going to listen to on his Bluetooth while sleeping in a Western in the middle of nowhere. Music. Yeah. Post disco, though. It's post the disco brap is what it is. Post brap. Is that on there? Post brap? <laughs> no, I'll add it. Okay, sweet. You can edit Wikipedia. So. Post brap. Yeah. So the Astrolite. Western Mountaineering Sleeping Bag, um, and the Nanolite. Those are both quilts. The Astrolite's a 26 degree, and the Nanolite's a 38 degree. I love how precise they're getting with their temperature ratings. Um, <clears throat> so uh, anyway, so those are actually new. The Nanolite's been around for a while. Astrolite, I'm not that familiar with. I've, I This is a new one for me. Uh, I haven't been uh, selling them in the store or anything. So uh, The Everlight, though, the that's been a pretty new sleeping bag that came out like three years ago, I think. And the sling light, which is their hammock under quilt. So we've got a bunch of new stuff. So this, uh, the highlight is their 35 degree bag. That's 16 ounces. And that's stitched through construction, um, all around. So the fly light might be right around, maybe it was under a pound. Yeah. If I it's feel like fly it light, was. Under a pound. So they've they've used for the nano light and the astrolite they've used a seven denier fabric that um and I'm pretty sure that the other uh the other models are a twelve denier fabric. 
Okay. Uh, or even up to 15 denier fabric. So, um, so I wonder if with the fly light, if they're using that seven denier fabric. Anyway, that'll be cool. That sounds like a sweet, sweet sleeping bag. Is it the normal? It's probably the narrow cut mm -hmm. of the probably yeah. a similar cut to like the highlight or the yeah summer light. Exactly. Sweet. It's a sweet bag. I might have to get myself one. Yeah, that sounds cool. <clears throat> All right. Well, cool. Western's got a lot of a lot of cool stuff. They haven't updated. Uh, they haven't added any really really warm bags to their um, to their options in a while. The one that they do have is uh, the latest one that they added to their really really warm bags was the Cypress. Have you ever seen one of those in real life? Are they like as thick as this trailer? Oh my gosh, it's like this. <laughs> it's like this tall. So That's awesome. and there and it's the Cypress is wide. It's their, it's not technically their warmest bag. The Bison is their warmest bag at negative 40. This one's negative 30. But it actually has more loft than the Bison, but it's a lot wider. Mm. Um, and so it's not quite as warm for that reason. But uh, we ordered one for a customer who's going up to, Na to Denali. And we laid it out in the store and he had me climb in and stuff. It was so roomy. It was so comfortable. Mm. And it's like roomy enough you could change your clothes on the inside without having to get out and stuff like that. It's sweet. Anyway. Good little Western Mountaineering. <clears throat> if you are not convinced of Western Mountaineering, Western Mountaineering is one of those brands that, like, if you're a sales rep in the outdoor industry for another brand, you still probably sleep in a Western Mountaineering. <laughs> 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 like, yeah. I, I was meeting with one of our reps today um, out down in Salt Lake, and – he was like, all right, I have a personal question. Like, I need to get three new sleeping bags, one for my wife and two for my kids. He's He wraps another outdoor grant company that has sleeping bags. That's so funny. And he's like, I sleep in Western, and it's my go-to. Are you aware of anything else going on in the industry that, like, I should, like, look into, or should I just go Western? I was like, just just go Western. Yeah. <laughs> so now there's a wrap. What was the wrap. name of this new one again? Uh, the Flylight. Flylight, like F-L-Y. L-I-T-E. L-I-T-E. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Western is the bee's knees. Yep. Sweet. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to that sleeping bag. That'll be cool. All righty. Well, thanks, Chase. Yeah. Um, thanks for joining us for the podcast today. If you enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to, sub to subscribe and leave us a friendly review, if you would. Um, you can check out gear30.com. That's spelled out G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com for... Um, great deals on some of the best gear you can find including 25 percent off or right including now. western mountaineering and and hill no deals and, on western. yeah they don't let us do deals uh do discounts and stuff which i actually appreciate because then we don't get in price wars with all the other brands and stuff they but they tend to be one of our better sellers just because they are that good so even at full price they sell very well and they're worth the money um i can definitely attest to that um follow us on instagram at gear underscore three zero like us on facebook and uh that's it thanks for joining us we'll see you on the next episode see you out there Woo!